Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual. We have our evening with medium events coming up on December 4th at the Hampton Inn by Hilton here in North Bay, Ontario. We've still got our fingers crossed that that is going to run, uh, but we have been reassured by the Hampton and Eventbrite that if we do need to uh, shut that down due to COVID, you will get 100% of your money back. If you do want to reserve your seat, you can head to the website by sarlo.com and buy tickets there. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows that run the very first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. They're all about spiritual and intuitive intelligence, and Kelly and I have compiled a toolkit for you. The very first show is always free, and it's available at bysarlo.com, and the remaining four shows are found on patreon.com backslash bysarlo. Yeah, and I'll just elaborate too. You mentioned um, spiritual and intuitive intelligence. It is heavy on emotional intelligence as well. Oh, right. And I know you know that. It's just a slip. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you are looking to grow that toolkit in your life, Patreon is a paid membership um, month to month, or you can pay annually at this point. But uh, if you're just wanting to dip your toes and check out the different benefits there, we have everything from $1 to $50 a month. uh, And there's different benefits in every single tier. If you want to learn how to journey, if you want reflective Mm -hmm. questions after Sips of Sanity episodes, it's an opportunity to make this experience really personalized. You know, you're hearing on Coffee with the Sarlos a lot of great lessons from from different shows, uh, but Sips is, uh, pardon me, Sips and Patreon is an opportunity to really make it personal. And we're there to support you every step of the way. Both Kelly and I have separate personal practices. You can book a session with either one of us by going to the website by sarlo.com and filling out a form or emailing us directly. We see clients by telephone, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, and Theralink all over the world. You do not have to be present with us in our home to have a a very accurate session and energy healing. Lovely. And we also have gift certificates available for purchase for someone anywhere in the world. Um, As Karen just covered, we can do an e-certificate if you're by distance or they are. And we can also do a contactless pickup if you're here in the local area. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into today's show, I also just want to remind people that on November 11th, we have oh, yes. a binge-worthy separate series of podcasts coming out. We'll put them up on the website. They'll go to your favorite podcast platform, um, and you can find them on YouTube as well. That's with uh, Mr. Jim Lennups. He is talking all about um, his grandfather's undocumented um experience in the war. And this is all brought about because of his channeling sessions with Karen, uh, who has spent seven years channeling his grandfather. Mm -hmm. And Jim has investigated every single piece of information you've offered Mm -hmm. um, to be able to confirm that and tie the story together. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful love story, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and we can say firsthand as well as two people who don't like hearing about the war. Um, it's a very easy listen. Um, it's not something that I think you'll you'll clench your butt too hard about. Mm-hmm. So November 11th, people can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Karen, I have my bold lip on. I am ready for your story today. Your bold lip? Yes, my red lip. Oh! <laughs> I feel like I'm in character and ready, <laughs> ready for today's show. Okay. I've never heard that referred to as a bold lip. That's really cool. 
like a very main fashion term. Okay. Don't know if I'm pulling it off or not, but okay. it's on for the attitude. <laughs> All right. So this started with a phone call from a mom looking to book two sessions for her and her daughter. I would place the mom, and I'm, I'm just guessing, I would say maybe late 60s or early 70s. And this would put her daughter, I would say maybe late 40s early 50s. Um, And I say that because it was done over FaceTime, so I can see them. They can see me, um, but I don't ask them their ages or anything. No, I should hope not. Um, And would you like to name the daughter? Hmm. I'm going to go with Jessica. Okay. So, um, Jessica calls and she's using her FaceTime, so it's her phone. And um, it just looks like she's alone. I can't see anybody else. And as everybody who hears our show already knows, I go through the entire consent process with her. Um, exp- and it, this is important for this session, for these two, um, for people to really remember that we have a consent process. And that we tell them they're in charge, they're in control of their session. That's for every client. There are about eight to nine services, at least, that we do. And we go through and explain that and tell them there are three kinds of sessions. So you can completely direct your session. That's one. Two, you can go totally open where they have no control as a client. And I have no control. The entire thing is in the hands of the spirit guides to say, this is what we think is relative. Here you go. And the third kind is a dance I call, which is a mixture of the two. So I explain all of that to her, ending it with, and remember, your session is under your control. Yeah, so you, can I clarify? Yeah. Your, your second option when you mentioned the open session where mm-hmm. no one's in control. Right. Just meaning that the guides set the priority mm-hmm. and that throughout the session with the check-ins, you have the opportunity to redirect at any point. Yes. If you like and switch to the third option to say, yes. I'd like to start asking questions. A hundred percent. Yes, for sure. So Jessica um, says that she wants an open session. But then she says to me, and here's my list. And I, and I said, well, okay. I said, so struggle already. that's not an open session if you're giving me your list. And she goes, well, I'm open to all of this. Mm. And I went, no, I know that. You already called. <laughs> and, and consented. <laughs> and you consented. To, like you made the call. And she said, well, I want you to be open to giving me all my messages. And I said, I already am. That's what I do for a living. And I, so she did not understand mm. the consent process from the get-go. Okay. And I said to her, if you're directing it and you're giving me your list, then that's what this doodle page is for, and I'm going to write down the things that you're actually asking. Yes, but I want you to be open and to tell me things. Okay, I'm going to be open. And apparently you want to be open to receiving. (laughs) So I'm trying to also frame it in where her mindset is. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, I'm just going to tell you what I want. I said, okay. So I I wrote it all down. So she says to me, I want medium, future. Oh, pardon me, Kelly. 
I asked her how long, her session is half an hour. Mm -hmm. So it's important for people to know this is a half hour session and we've used a couple of minutes to get through consent. I want medium. I want future for my personal with relationships in regards to partner. Um, I want to know about my family. I want my son, my oldest and my youngest. I want medical intuitive for myself and for both of my children and for my parents. Okay, let's pause. Well, let's pause for listeners. Yes. Did you pause at this point in the session? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Kelly skips ahead. I. <laughs> We're still playing bingo. I said, okay, Jessica, I said, you've asked for a lot for a half hour booking. And she's looking at me like, then get going. Oh. And I said, uh, I need you to be aware up front, though, that. This is going to be a challenge to get through. And so I said, I need to explain to you that when you ask me to do medical intuitive, I do these things with teachers and therapists. I do these with doctors and nurses and nurse practitioners. And I said, we go through the organs, we go through the body, we check for cancer, we check for precancer, we check for uh, like what's going on in the skeletal system with the bones. Do you have vertebrae out? Do you have muscle tension? Do you have diseases? Oh, and I said, so it's going to be impossible to do you, two children, two parents, in a, in a half-hour session. On top of everything else she's asked for. Yes. <laughs> I said, I need to let you know up front that this is not going to happen so that you can, you know, have a time to gather your thoughts and see what your priorities are. And she goes, and this is how it happens. So I put number one. She goes, I want future. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we're, we're jumping modalities now. We're not even doing medical. Am I understanding that? Nor medium. So she gave me medium first and then said medical. Upon, okay. And then upon reprioritizing, she's chosen she's psychic chosen future? She's chosen psychic future. Okay. So in an open session. In an open session. So I'm bouncing first now. I'm, I literally, as you can see on her sheet, she has a number one beside future. I'm thinking of people playing bingo, and it's like, I want to cry. And it's like, <laughs> there's a square on bingo that says, I cried in this episode. <laughs> but for totally different reasons than that, it was just a sad story. So I clarified with her and I said, are you sure you want future given everything that's going on here? Yes. Okay. So she says, yes, I want future. And I said, you've asked me for future for yourself and for two children. And, she, and I said, so we're going to prioritize and I'm going to go with you first because it's your session. And then I'm going to go with each of your children, but in the order you gave me. But you can change that. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you comfortable with what I'm doing? And she goes, yes. I said, then I'll write it on your page that way. There it is on her page. Mm -hmm. Numbered. And so I went up to, re up to hers, future, and I said to the guides, what does she want to know? Because she won't tell me anything too direct. Like in between all of this, she's still being evasive. And they said, she really wants to know she's going to have a partner. And I said, so she doesn't have a current partner? No, she does not. So I write that on the page, no current partner, asking about future partner. And I said, what's the answer? She wants to know if she's going to have one. The answer is yes. Okay, so I write down yes to future partner. 
And I said, does she want to know anything else? Well, she wants to know if it's going to be like better than her her mm. divorce, like her first partnership. Great question. And yeah, and I thought I point that out because this oh, has been is. rough so far. Yeah. And I said, is it? And they went, well, not really, no, because she hasn't worked on herself. She has no new tools. She goes into extreme people pleasing. So I wrote people pleasing down on the page uh, to check in with her to see if that's accurate. And does she want the tools? Mm. So they said, you know, she does want the tools. She would like to come out of this. We'd like to give her the tools. Could you write some down that are applicable to her mess? Okay. So I write down some of the tools that they want her to have. And I say, Jessica, this is what the guides are telling me because you said go open. Is it correct you want to know about a future partner and there's no current partner? You've actually just gone through a divorce a few years ago, and I said, but you're at this point of, I want a partner. Yes. And I said, well, the answer is yes. But to that end, your guides are saying you're not going to get any different of a partner than you've had. And she's just, she looks at me and you can see, like, just heartbroken, mm-hmm. like disappointment. But you can also see she's irritated with me. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, but the good news is, is that they have tools here so that you can get to the good partnership. Do you want them? And so I'm asking that because while the guides have provided it, she might not want that. Oh, yeah. Many people don't want the tools. Yeah. And she says, yes. And I said, now I have to point out to you that we have a half-hour session and you've asked for a ton. And now, even though you've asked for a ton, this wasn't even on your agenda. So we're really off course. In an open session. In an open session. Do you really want the tools? Yes, I do. Awesome. So we spent 20 minutes going through the tools, which I'm not going to go through right now, mm-hmm. but they were all, they're written on her page here, the tools the guides gave her. And then I said to her, would you like to give me permission, so, consent, that it, when your session is done and over and I have a break in my day, that I could send you some resources for some of these tools to get you started. And then maybe you'll like some of these authors and speakers and psychiatrists, and you could go follow them. Mm -hmm. Yes, she says, I'd like all of that. So I wrote it all down, and I I ticked on the page that I had consent to send her emails. Nice. Oh, I do that because I want consent to send someone an email. Mm -hmm. So um, I wrote all of that down. And she said, look, we've got 10 minutes left or less than. She says, could you do my oldest son? And I said, yes. I said, but because we're really getting pressed for time, do you have a specific question about your older son? And she said, I do. And she says, I want to know if I'm going to have a better relationship with him. Nice. Yeah. And the guide said no. Mm. And... um. She, again, oh, yeah, she just looked heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And I said, but, I said, the deal is, is that they're sending you the tools. (laughs) I said, and it goes back to the tools about the relationship with men in in your partnerships that are going to help you in the relationship with your oldest son. And she went, oh, okay. And I said, so all is not lost here. Mm-hmm. You've just asked a yes/no question, and currently, given what you and h- how you behave and what you're doing, no, you don't have the tools to change it, and he has no indication that he's ever going to get the tools. So, 
I'd be lying to you if I said this could get better. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, quick, we got to get on to my youngest son. I said, okay. And she goes, just anything you get. And now you and I have had this a million times because now she's under five minutes and she's panicked. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to know about her youngest son. And it's like, okay, just anything then. So I can clearly see she's hit her panic button. Yeah. Can I explain this? Yeah. Uh, and you can jump in. Like if, for someone who's listening going, well, how do you, how do you know it's a panic button? Just because mm-hmm. there's five minutes left. To, to us, with the time crunch and the question, just any, pardon me, the statement, just anything, mm-hmm. um, for someone who's already struggling with their session, just anything is going to be guaranteed disappointment mm-hmm. because we could literally have it channeled that he has brown hair. Oh, yes. And that he broke his left leg when he was a child. Yeah. And that he graduated school on time, even though they thought he wasn't going to. And these could all be very specific things Mm -hmm. to this person. And yet we get, I already know this. Mm -hmm. What like, and they don't understand that it's an affirmation when we've been told just anything. And some people really are looking for those things because they just want to see that you're accurate. Mm -hmm. And some people like Jessica, who's in a very, what sounds like a very difficult situation mm-hmm. in a lot of aspects, mm-hmm. is already in panic about her mm-hmm. life and, and her yeah. relationships. So yeah. to say just anything, it's, it's a setup. It's a setup, but it, and, and it's, a, it's a panic like we're saying. It's all of it. Uh, it. My favorite word is it's a clusterfuck. Yeah, and I don't just mean it's a setup for us because I don't necessarily think that mm-hmm. people do that knowingly. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's a setup for their own disappointment as a client because they're already unhappy about their situation Mm -hmm. and now they know I'm not, I'm not going to get anything that's really going to allow me to be accountable Mm. when I say that so I can Mm. leave angry. It's Mm. like a blanket, you know, if I say just anything and Mm. I like it, well, great. And if I don't, then I have every reason to argue that I'm mad. (laughs) Okay. That's so, fair. That's fair. So I said to the guides, open. And they said, he's an addict. Aww. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. My heart broke. And I said, okay, so what does she want to know? And they said, well, he's had, he had depression before the addictions. Said, well, that can make sense. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And they said, for most of his life, like right from childhood, mm. because she's so dysfunctional in her marriage that both children grew up in, in tremendous dysfunction in the family. So both of them have depression. He gets suicidal with his. He's told her, but he's never acted on it. Other than that when he does drugs, he dances. Mm-hmm. And I'll say he dances, meaning... Mm. Not really knowing if it's an overdose mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if I do this and I die, oh, well. But I'm not purposely taking an overdose. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is difficult. So I said, okay. I said, um, I'm just going to go and I'm going to start. I said, they're telling me that your son is an addict. And she goes, yes. And I said, so chances are your question is, is he going to come out of this? And she goes, yeah. Mm. And I said, so you go open because you're afraid to ask the question. 
because the answer could be that he's going to die and that he's going to suicide. And I said, and the fact of the matter is that that is an option on his plate, that he has danced that dance many times, and that you don't know that for sure, but you sure as shit suspect it. And he talks the talk about it, but he won't go to therapy. So you're really in a corner. Because there's really, what do you do? Because he won't get help. You can't force him to get help. You have to wait till he hits the criminal system and hope to God that somehow within the criminal justice system, they're going to help him. Really? Mm-hmm. And so you feel, there's a real deep hopelessness with your, with your youngest son, worse than her son, her oldest. And she said, that's, that's true. And now... The session is done because our time has run out, but she wants to go on now to what do you get about my parents? And I said, well, I just told you that the session is done. And she knows that her mother is booked right after her. Hmm. And I imagine that her mother is standing or coming into the room because that's what happened. Her mother wasn't in a separate house. Or calling from a different number. Or or calling me from a different number. So she knew her mom was around and hovering for her time at 1030. And I said, "Um, you you want want to ask a question about your parents? She says, yes, I want to know if my relationship with them is ever going to improve. And the guide said, answer the question. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're the boss. You're the, yes, you guys are the boss. I'll answer it. What's the answer? And they went, hell no. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh I'm still outside. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I said, no. I said, the answer is no. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to throw in hell no. I'll just say no. And I said, your answer is no, it, it's not going to improve. And the guide say, write down on the paper, which you can see here, Kelly, what did I write? Uh, parents stubborn, both patterns. So she, I said, I wrote down on your page the reason why it won't improve with your parents. And she goes, okay. And then I see her eyes go up above the camera level where she's been looking at me and they move up and she goes, hi, mom, like this. So her mom's standing right there mm-hmm. and she doesn't know that I've written this. That's a ballsy question to ask. Yeah. About someone who's standing in front of you. Yeah. When you don't know that this is the case. Yeah. And I said, oh, I said, um, are you hanging up? Because I know this is your cell phone. You called me. So would you like, is your mom calling me from her own phone? And she goes, hey, mom. Um, and so she's looking at her mother and addressing her, but I can still see her. Why don't you just use my phone? Come here, have a seat. And she says, come sit in the chair here. Karen's here. She says, and it's already set up. She goes, why don't you sit here to talk to Karen? So her mom goes, okay, sure. So up Jessica gets, and she disappears. And her, her mom takes a moment, and she sits down in front of the of her daughter's cell phone. And what would you like to call her? I saved my bully name, Vicky. 
Vicky. And I'll just apologize to any Vicky listeners oh. when I when we go through the process of naming our egos, our bully and our people pleaser, and I chose Vicky. Oh, then I need to apologize to all the Gerts listening. Because <laughs> I've named my bully Gert. And I don't want to offend all the Gerts yeah. listening. So Gert sat down in front and she says, okay, she says, um, I'm all set to go, Karen. Like this. So now I just want to remove this page. Mm-hmm. And hers is on my phone. So I, I just need a moment to find Gertz Kelly. Oh, yeah, right. I'm not looking for, for Gert or Vicky. I'm looking for her name. <laughs> I was looking for Gert or Vicky. <laughs> this could have been a long time. Okay. So... I, I have her page here. I considered it. I considered editing that part out and just like skipping the time thing and kind of condensing it. And I'm, I'm going to leave that in. You're going to leave that in? Okay. I'm all set to start for her session. So I asked, oh, I'm sorry. What did you call her mom? Vicky. Vicky. So I asked uh, Vicky what she wanted in her session after I went through the entire process of consent again and explaining the types of sessions, but I'm not going to explain that for everybody again. They've Mm -hmm. been through it. And I think our steady listeners know um, just the standard procedure of Mm -hmm. everything. So she consented. She said no boundaries uh, when asked that question. And she said she wanted an open session. And and then I said, okay. And as I'm pausing to to listen to the spirit guides, what they're going to say, she says to me, I want medium. And I'm like, what? And so it's like, oh, no, it's not an open session. She's directing it. So that's fine. So I took out my pen and this piece of paper, and I wrote medium. And I wrote mom and dad on the page. She never said that, but I wrote down that her mom and dad were here. So I've got mom, uh, medium, mom slash dad, not confirmed. Um, then the guide said, um, she's a people pleaser, and she switches to being stubborn in a heartbeat. Put that down. We need to chat about that. So I wrote that down. And then they, she said to me, I would like medical intuitive. So I wrote that down. And she, I said, for whom? And she goes, my own. My husband's. My family's. My children's. My grandchildren's. And my great-grandchildren's. What the fuck? And I would like, um, uh, what else did she say? And I want you to explain to me about some number sequences that I've been seeing. I, I, I genuinely do not understand what happens in someone's brain where they wake up one day and they're just like, I need to know everything about everyone and I'm calling a psychic. <laughs> like, that's an interesting switch that just flicks up and is like... I'm going full tilt crazy today. <laughs> so I wrote all of that down on the page. <laughs> I like that you basically say no comment without saying no comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know you know why. Because this the reason we're, do- we're doing this show is because this is not a one-off. Hmm. This is not unique. So I wrote all, all of this down on the page, first of all. 
And then when I was finished writing, I looked up at her and I said, I want you to know that I've heard you and that I've written everything down on the page. I will read it back to you. So I, And that's what I do. So I read everything back to her and I let them decide, the client decide, the order because they've given it to me in an order, but that doesn't always mean, so I learned, that that's the order they want it in, mm-hmm. which is good. And that's why we clarify. So I said, what do you want first? And she says, I want um, my medical intuitive first. So her information came through about her medical and that there was a lot of stress. And I'm not going to go through everything, but there are some things that are pertinent here. That, um, That she needed some adrenal support, but that she should see a doctor about that to verify it. But And that a naturopath could help her quite a bit, not just a medical doctor, but that she could have some choices. And she says, I already see a naturopath. I know that. And I said, okay, well, you you weren't being specific, so I'm starting. And that's great to hear that I'm accurate and that you're getting validations. You're doing... I already know that. So I'm, I said to her, oh, okay, you seem agitated. Would you like to direct it then? No, just go, just go open. I said, well, that's what I'm doing. And you're agitated with what the guides are telling me. Well, because they're telling me things I already know. And I said, but... I don't get to choose that. I have to. I'm, I might be validating that you should stay on those supplements. You might need to go back and revisit. Good example. Yeah, and she goes, "Well, I stopped taking those." Oh, great example. And I'm like, "Okay, then that could be exactly why the guides are telling you." And she goes, "Oh." So she goes, um, "What else do you get?" And I said, "Well, I said I also get a lot of things, Vicky." <laughs> I said, I also get that in your diet that you've been told to reduce sweet, but that you won't do it, but that you were told because of inflammation issues with a pre-existing condition you have that gets exasperated, is that how you pronounce that? Exacerbated. Exacerbated by wheat products causing inflammation. And she didn't say anything. She was just silent. And I said, again, that's something that can be validated um, by your medical practitioners. Nothing said. Um, So I said, is that enough? Go on. She says, I just want you to do my husband now. Oh, okay. I said, let's get your husband. She says, what you get him? And I said, "Um, uh, before I could answer, she goes, it's vascular. So she tells me, before I can actually come out and say that I'm getting this, so I can't use that as an affirmation mm-hmm. because she's circumventing what I'm capable of doing to give her validations. As soon as she sees I've got something, she jumps in. So she says, um, well, what do you get about vascular? And I said, well, I get that it's already been diagnosed, that he's already on medication. I know that. I and don't. I, yeah, that's what I said. I said, well, I don't know any of this. I don't know you. I said, Vicky, like... And you're asking me to ask the guides what they want to tell you, and I'm trying to tell you. So I said, what they're saying is, is that he's not following any of the doctor's recommendations. He's not always taking the medication. He could be doing some things from a naturopathic standpoint to, to, to add to helping him. He could do some diet changes. He could exercise. He does things that's a hit and miss, but it's more of a miss than it is a hit. And so it's not a good prognosis. 
you're you're wanting to know like if he's got a long time to live kind of a thing and the answer is no and but I said but you're also going to say that you know that and she goes that's right I know that and I said then I'm asking you more directly what do you want to ask the guides well what do you get about my children okay so I <laughs> I just have to take a pause because the guides are just standing there looking at me going sorry yeah like you're you're she's asking you she's telling you you're okay and I'm like okay so they said go to the numbers and I'm like, oh, hmm. good God. She says, children, now you want me to go to numbers? And they're like, just go to the numbers. We want to give her something. And I'm like, okay. And you can see that they love her. Mm-hmm. And they said, she's asking about the number sequences because she's seeing 333, 1111, and she wants to know what they are. And they're actually her mom and dad, which is what she on said the at the very beginning under yeah. medium. No. So, you said she asked for medium. You said that right. you wrote down mom and dad right. and that it was not yet confirmed. That's correct. So I said, um, Vicki, I said, um, the numbers actually tie into the question, to the first topic of medium on the page. And I said, I actually wrote down that your mom and dad are passed. Is that correct? And some people might think, wait a minute, why did she ask that? She's 70. Well, my mom's 93. <laughs> My mom, my mom would have children that could be that old, and st- she's still alive. I cannot assume that a seventy-year-old's mother is dead or mm-hmm. her dad is dead. I cannot make any assumptions, even if she was eighty, because some people live to be one hundred or more. So the guide said, "Look, both her mom and dad are passed, and they are the ones trying to just let her know that they're around her and that they love her." And that is simply the message. It's not about angels, Karen. She thinks you're going to say it's angels and look up the definition under a Doreen Virtue book on angels. 1111 means this. It's not. It's not a Doreen Virtue or um, a numerology meaning or an angel meaning. It's just her parents, or I shouldn't say just, it's her mom and dad trying to convey presence and love and support for her. And so I said, okay. I said, that's lovely. That's a beautiful message. So I said... Fingers crossed. <laughs> so I said, Vicki, I said, um, the number sequences are your mom and dad, and I'm being told that they've passed, and I repeated the message. And she goes, oh, okay. It's And I said, um, it's not angels. And I said, the guides are actually saying that you think it's angels, and you just wanted to say, and I already knew that. And I said, but it's not, it's not an angelic thing. It's just, it's, it's your parents and they're quite happy to be around you and loving you. And she went, oh, and, and it's flat because there's, there doesn't seem to be any happiness that it's her mom and dad or that she's loved. She's now just annoyed that it wasn't the angels. And it somewhat appears to me that she's just annoyed that she can't say, and I already knew that. So it's just like, okay, I, don't, I just don't even know what to do with that. So I, I, when I just don't know what to do with that kind of thing, I leave it be because I got other things to do with life. So, and I've got all her spirit guides here 
So I, I just want to move on and keep doing what I can. So then she says, um, I just want to make sure I check everything here. Um, she, she, I think we got near our, I can't remember if we did anything about the children, but her session comes to a close pretty quickly, like just doing all of this. And there's a little bit more here, but it's not relevant. So then I said, holy jumping. I said, your session is already over and it's been a whole half hour. And I said, so, you know, thank you very much. And can I interject? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we, I mean, as people know, like we debrief. Oh, yes. Um, and, and especially through COVID, like I don't know who your clients are or what their real names are. Um, but you specifically mentioned that she wanted to know about her youngest daughter. Oh, yes. Right. We did the youngest daughter. And that it came up. And I mean, I can fill in. Yeah. Are you? Okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, you mentioned that she asked about her youngest daughter mm-hmm. and that you specifically said that she was in an unhealthy marriage, mm-hmm. but that she was content to be in it right. because she liked arguing. Yes. But that her mom wanted her to get out of the relationship. Yes. And her daughter didn't want that. She wanted to stay in it. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting from the guide's perspective because the marriage that her daughter has to this man mm-hmm. is the same dynamic that Vicky plays out with her own husband correct. and doesn't want to leave him right. or change. That's all correct. Thank you. That was in the middle of the page. I'm, I don't know how I missed. Stress <laughs> that, is probably how you missed. That, I missed that. That took quite a while, actually. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. So then once I finished saying that about her daughter and about the relationship, her daughters and her partners. And what also came through was the amount of stubbornness that her youngest daughter has, as well as herself and her, and husband, her husband. And that what came through in Jessica's session where you wrote down stubborn, yes. both patterns, yes. was both hers and her parents yes. when she asked about, will my relationship with my mom get better? That's correct. And you got to know. That's correct. And we are guessing at that point, Vicky was standing in the room. Yes, that's all correct. So I told her that I was done the half hour, and she thanked me. And um, how'd that how'd that go? It was fine. It okay. was it was totally fine. She just said thank you, and um, I th- I thanked her for the payment because she has sent a um, she had sent a payment in for the two of them in in one email or e transfer. So I just thanked her for that, and I I gave her my closing that I don't reach out to clients, just the standard closing debriefing, yeah. debriefing and that if she wanted to reach out again, that it would be on her to contact me, and she just said that's fine, and and the call ended. So then um, I just literally put all like the papers on my desk because her daughter, oh, I asked her if she wanted her page and Vicky said no. So I put a line through it because that's my procedure. If someone doesn't want it, I put a line through it because I know it goes right into the shredder. That's why hers is on my phone. I hadn't got to my phone yet to delete everything when everything else happened. So her page is in the sh- through my shredder, <laughs> but her photo's on the phone. Um, and the other, um, her daughter, her Jessica had asked for a whole bunch or consented for a whole bunch of other files for follow-up. Hmm. So I sat at my, I had to see clients for the day. They were the first two in the morning. So I went through a whole day. I saw a whole group of clients all day long and into the evening actually. Mm-hmm. And then it was 
oh, really late. It was late in the evening, and I had a phone call from a woman with a missing cat. And I put everything down on my desk, and I thought, okay, uh, we've got a missing cat. So I'm sitting there going through and trying to remote view a missing cat with a woman who's speaking to me saying, what do you get about my, my cat right now? And a text message comes through on my phone from... Which is a boundary. W- yep. From Vicky. That so we have on the website. She's not supposed to be texting me. <laughs> There's a disclosure on the website that says all texts will be ignored. Yeah. So she texts me, which is, and, and I, I have to admit, I get into some trouble myself here. So she texts me while I'm doing, trying to find a cat. And the, the, the thing comes through and I read the, the, the text message. And she says, um, she sends this message saying, I did not like my session. You, you were terrible. Um, I asked for medium and I've seen all kinds of mediums. You're not the first. I'm well versed in seeing mediums and you had no idea what you were doing. You didn't answer my questions. Um, I'm going to write up a review of you on your website and, um, and not attack you. It will be a bad review. It will be a bad review. So I looked at that and I'm thinking, what? There was no indication in either person's session through all the check-ins, through the whole, all the way through of, of ticking things off, of them going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, that they're saying, you, you know, stop the session, mm-hmm. I don't like it. They, you know... They did their half hour. They both did their full half hours. And she's like, I'm going, I'm going to, you know, do all of this. And I make a mistake at this point. I looked at that and I went, okay, I don't have time to de- deal with this. That's my problem. That's my people pleasing. So I just popped onto the computer and I sent her an e-transfer and I refunded her money. For her own session. For her own session. And I never should have done that. I will never do that again. I'm good now, but I, I made a people pleasing slip and I sent her her money back. So that, that was a grand mistake. And another text comes right in, and she says, uh, where is my daughter's money? <laughs> okay. And it was Hang like... Hang on. All of our patrons who are listening are going, ooh, boundary. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, I know Karen, <laughs> come on. <laughs> We're cheering for you. And I looked down. I looked at that, and I went, and I took my phone, and I pushed it aside, and I thought, I have to deal with that tomorrow. I have a missing cat. She is crossing a boundary, and I need to deal with all of it. I'm not handling this well. I need to take a pause and take a step back. Gert got in here and went into people-pleasing mode. I'm done with Gert, and I'm going to sit here and work on the missing cat. So I put her the, my phone aside, and I focused on the missing cat. Um, and then what happened? I went to bed. No, I got ready to go to bed. And I went downstairs and just checked my emails. I'll say another mistake. Another mistake. Just, just in a ter- in terms of a good routine before you go to bed. <laughs> yes. And I went downstairs and checked my emails. And her daughter has sent me an email saying, um, and she just makes it two sentences. Actually, her first her first sentence is not a full sentence. Mm. It's not even grammatically correct, um, which indis- indicates to me. A, a, a sense of stress. 
Mm-hmm. But oh, that's a great way to word it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a proper sentence. So she says, "I got your self help um, material or something." Yeah, because she consented to it, and we spent twenty minutes on it in the session. And then she says, I did not appreciate my session. Um, I did not like my, you were not the medium or she made reference to me being not doing my job as a medium. Okay. (laughs) Well, if we go back to her sheet, Kelly, and you see, what did I write under medium? Nothing. Nothing. Because she didn't ask. Because she directed her session to go to her relationships. And future. With her future partner, the partner she had in the past, how she could break her patterns, oldest son, youngest son, mm-hmm. um, and her, her mom issue and her parents issue. Mm-hmm. And we did six things and we never did medium because she didn't ask or direct it. Every single time I said, what do you want to do next? She picked. Mm-hmm. And then chose to write in and say, and I will be writing a review on you on your website, and it won't be nice. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. So I thought, I'm going to bed. So (laughs) they can can take all their poopy and and go to bed with their own poop. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure both women would go to bed stewing in all of the drama that they've just created. And I would say just created because... They didn't give me any of the drama in the sessions. Uh, like, well, I mean, Vicky gave you some minor, some minor poop, but her daughter did not. Yeah, her daughter had a really good session. So I went to bed, and and then you came over the next day, and I told you about it, and you created a document, a standard email, to go out to clients that behave this way. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very clear cut about the boundaries and about the fact that they're responsible, that check-ins are done, that processes followed for every single client without exception. Mm-hmm. And um, and that that's how it went. And I have not heard from the daughter since that email so far. Mm-hmm. But I know that you and I wanted to do this as a podcast because it illustrates a lot of things here. Uh, one of them being, unless do you want, do you want to jump in and say anything? Do you want me to take a break? Uh, no, I can. Well, sh- if you need one, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, I, I don't know what direction you're wanting to head in with that, but but these two sessions certainly give us certain pieces of information mm-hmm. um, that the clients might or not be thinking of, or listeners might not be thinking of, and that's fine. To me, that very much indicates that a they are not podcast listeners, which is fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to be to come for a session. The reason I say that is because the people who do come for sessions, you don't have to tell us that you're podcast listeners. Your questions indicate Mm, to us the level of intelligence that you've gained through these shows by listening to things like this to go, oh, open does not mean I'm open to everything. (laughs) It means that the guides are going to direct it Mm -hmm. and I can change my mind at any point in time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, we, we learn something by how they behave in that session mm-hmm. to know, okay, we have to explain more than the person who comes in and says, I want soul contracts and, and has a more educated direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that 
fair? Oh, very fair. Because people who don't listen to the podcast don't have the vocabulary. Yes. We also know that when... I'm going to use Vicky and Jessica as the example so people can kind of differentiate. When the Vicky complaint comes in first, mm-hmm. it makes sense to us mm-hmm. only in the sense that when people are people pleasers and have that kind of oppositional defiance in, at the same time, they don't direct their sessions. They know that they have a half an hour to to redirect and take control of things because they've been told that. They're sandbagging it so that when they hang up the phone, they can use an indirect form of contact yeah. where I feel comfortable attacking you. Because yeah. I'm a people pleaser and I'm not going to say it to you on the phone where yeah. you can hear me and I have to think on the spot. Yeah. When the Jessica email comes in after the fact... Mm-hmm. That's a very clear indication to us that a Vicky has gone and bullied them mm-hmm. about their own session mm-hmm. and convinced them that they too are not happy. Yeah. And so we have to sit there and know, and I mean, you, you stepped back and recognized when Gert came in and, and where, the, where the boundary was certainly walked on mm-hmm. and quickly reset it. You know, we have to stand there and go, no, had they ended the session, a refund may have been in question and that's okay. When you don't end a session and you get the full experience, we're not refunding you. It's like sitting down and you use this example to a chicken dinner at a restaurant, taking the first couple of bites and deciding this is not what I want. You eat the whole thing anyway, and when you get home, you call and say, I really wasn't happy with what the chef did with my chicken. No. I know. But that's what some people will, will identify with. No. Hang on. Then you gave an even better example by saying, in fact, it's not even calling to complain about the chicken. It's calling to complain about the salmon on the menu I didn't ask for. That's right. That's exactly what both women did. They said that you, it, it, that's absolutely accurate. Don't like the chicken I ate and pooped out when I got home, but I'm calling to complain about the, the salmon, the meal I didn't even order. It's it's um, mm-hmm. it's gaslighting mm-hmm. um, to cross boundaries, and then on top of that, um, to be able to say viciously, my intention is to destroy your career. It, yeah. It's not even just to say I want my money. It's to say I'm going to write reviews because then I can have a better effect. That if somebody wants to book an appointment with you, they won't because of me. And it means I have control over you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hurt you and destroy you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to affect that other people can't benefit from you, even if they don't know what happened to me Mm -hmm. or who I am or what I did. And I think this is one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do this show was because of the types of ways that social media is set up, that people are allowed to viciously destroy other people's careers, whether it's the restaurant or it's Karen or it's Kelly or mm-hmm. it's your therapist or it's your doctor where we everybody gets to write a review now and no one really gets to know the story. Yeah, and I, you know, for, for all the benefits there are with social media, when we address this one in particular... <sighs> How do I want to say this? The fact that they go public with the review 
and businesses know that this is part of business, Mm -hmm. it puts businesses in a position to have to break their own boundaries Mm -hmm. to potentially accommodate this bad word of mouth. Because when we have confidentiality agreements or we have Mm -hmm. confidentiality ethics, as you know, we don't have contracts, we don't want to cross their boundaries still, mm-hmm. and yet we're trying to keep things pleasant and respectful in the public eye when all of our boundaries have been crossed. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really unfortunate. And it's an imbalance of power. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a complete imbalance of power because she's now saying, I hold all the power over you because I can damage you. Mm-hmm. She's saying... I'm going to get my money, I got my session, and I'm going to um, destroy you, or try to, Mm -hmm. financially, um, and reputation-wise, or whatever way that she feels all of that's going to damage me and damage you, because it's it's, people will see your my name with your name on the site. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put out all of my damage. And you can't really say the truth. Mm -hmm. Your hands are tied. Your mouth is sealed. You can't say anything. So she believes because you're supposed to be the professional. And because of that, because you're going to have professional boundaries, this is going to be an unfair fight too bad for you and your professional boundaries. Yes. And I want to I want to say this and and people I like I'm hoping this doesn't make you feel tired. At the end of every single show, I make a very big effort to say that if you feel so inclined to write a review, comment, give a testimonial, this is very distracting. Um, <laughs> Gina, ooh. <laughs> um, if you if you feel inclined to write those things, um, you know, post things that are positive because you've had a positive experience. You know, we're we're asking you from a place because it helps our business and our credibility. Mm-hmm. And the people who walk away from a great experience and don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know, we have twenty reviews on Facebook, mm-hmm. and probably fifteen of them are. Five star, but no comments. Mm. And thank you. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a beautiful rating. It doesn't speak to why. Mm-hmm. It doesn't speak to if they're researching mediums. Why would you choose a Karen Sarlo over someone in another city? It doesn't speak to why if they're choosing to book with us that they have more confidence before they walk in. It it doesn't indicate any reason that they should trust us. Right. And, you know, it doesn't have to be long. If people say accurate, if people say comforting, if people, you can pick one word to describe what you felt in the session or a benefit that you got out of it. But we ask you to, to do those things so that people can understand what they're walking into. Mm-hmm. They, can, they, they can understand what to expect. Um, and also, when these bad reviews go up, because they will, and that's, that's, you know, it's people's right. The reviews that you leave when you've had a good experience help other people understand that that was more about the client and their behavior than it was about our actual process. Mm-hmm. That's nicely said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's disheartening to still hear that with stigma, people love their experience, but don't want to tell anyone that they come 
to see us. Mm-hmm. And certainly don't want their names publicized so that people know for certain they come to see us. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it hides all of the, the credibility again. Mm-hmm. And it lets people like this actually have more control than they should. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out too, Kelly, that we don't have a regulating body. I don't report no. to anybody. Yeah, we just so, mentioned this actually a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so she thinks I have to be professional. She thinks, or maybe she doesn't think that. Maybe she thinks I'm just going to hold myself up to that standard. I can hold myself up to that standard because it's who I am and it's who I choose to be in spite of the person that she is. Mm-hmm. So I choose to keep my boundaries and reset them, and I choose to be respectful of both of those women but I'm not going to, um, that, like, that's not going to happen again. So when I said I made a mistake by issuing the refund, that will never happen again. And a very, like this, the email that you formulated is very clear and very direct for people who are just pure bullying. Mm-hmm. Where, like going into the restaurant, they eat their dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then imagine if you continue that scenario, if you want to liken it to that, ate their dinner, went home and decided I got what I wanted and I ate my whole dinner. So I got everything I wanted. Now I want my money back. And then I'm going to bash that restaurant. Oh, and on top of that, I should go talk to everybody else that went to their, to that dinner with me and get them all to do the same thing even though they all enjoyed their dinner. Mm-hmm. They had no problem with it. I'm going to get them to behave that way. And this daughter, who's in her 50s, has not been able to individuate from her own mother to say, that wasn't my experience. If we go back to the session when she was done her session, oh, hi, mom. Here, you can use my phone. You can come here and sit down and talk to Karen here. (laughs) So had she been hating her session, she would never have said that to her mom. She might have said, yeah, okay, Karen, my mom will call you in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. Like she encouraged her mom because she got what she wanted in her session. She she did not behave in the same tone of voice or the same attitude. She was heartbroken about her children, but we shared th- those moments together and checked in with her. And she continued on with, remember the 20-minute process of how can I get better tools so that I move forward with my own part, future partner to be healthier? How do I move forward to be healthier with my two children? Mm-hmm. So she got all of these tools and and knew that they were all coming in a follow-up after her mother's session. So the email, or pardon me, the text message, the first complaint from Vicky, the mother, comes through after the page to her daughter is sent, mm-hmm. where it says on the page about her mother's bullying. Yeah, no fluke. That's right. So and and it's interesting because in in a couple of sessions ago you referred to when we have Facebook sessions, mm. and you said to me that night, Kelly. FaceTime. No, no, face. You called them Facebook sessions, meaning oh, that's after. A no, no, it's not. Oh. You you did it very well. Let me finish. Knowing full well when the session ends is like, oh, that's going to be a Facebook session. They're going to take it to a review on Facebook. They're going to want their power. 
There's going to be a complaint. We talk so that we both know how to handle it and respond to it in our version of appropriate. Mm-hmm. Our sessions are set up to deal with confrontation mm-hmm. or where clients aren't having their needs met. Our sessions are set up to deal with that during the session mm-hmm. so that they have a voice, which is said at the very beginning, so that please use your voice. Please speak up. I'm here to listen. I am here to work with you and your guides. And both, well, particularly Vicky, chose not to do any of that. Mm-hmm. And then decided that she should bully after that and that she should bully on her daughter's behalf and then that she should get her daughter to bully as well. You know, I'd have vascular issues too if I was her uh, husband. Yes, I thought about that. I will also say that the moral of the story is Karen got her affirmation that that relationship's probably not ever going to change. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I um, I think about um, Jessica's two sons. Yeah, being raised by these two women mm-hmm. and. Um, these behaviors and what's going on in the families. And I think about her two sons' depression and the levels of anxiety and the drug addictions. I think about all of that. Mm -hmm. And um, so my choice at that point was to send the two boys energy healing. So when when I've gone to bed the last couple of nights, um, my thoughts and my energy has gone to the, to their, to the children. Mm-hmm. They're not children. They're adults. They're in their 20s. Yeah. But I mean, uh, um, I'm going to put my energy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very kind of you. Well, thank you. But I mean... That's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, Make- I, and I've said this over and over again. You are a bar. Mm. You're a bar for mediums. You're mm. a bar for psychics. Mm. You're a bar for intuitives in general, and you're a bar for human beings. Oh, my God. Yeah, and and I know it, and your clients know it, Mm. and those reviews reinstate it Mm. so that when these bad behavior reviews come in, people can scroll through and go, oof, that person was having a rough day, and keep scrolling (laughs) instead of, oh, oh, yeah, I should be careful for that. Mm. Or I should be ready for a fight, mm-hmm. right? People mm-hmm. can clearly identify. Ooh. And you know, Kelly, like I know the like people that follow us know this, um, but I, I read my fair share of, of books on confrontation skills, mm-hmm. um, how to de-escalate something, mm-hmm. how to be oh, tons of information on how to be a good listener, how to reinforce. And then I listened to the spirit guides on top of all of that in the spirit world and dead people talking mm-hmm. to to cipher through all of the crap, all of the poop that Vicky and Jessica are living in to and still try to have some positive effect that the spirit world w- wants to help them reach their soul. A bar. And that's where I stay. Oh, I get it. Thank you. That's just where I want to keep my intention and my my um, my energy, my focus, because the rest of it is going to fall on on um, deaf ears, where those people want to be abusers, and that that's the choice. I hope Jessica um, is able to have some time in her life to think about truly what 
you know, she got all of these podcasts with Patricia Evans, mm. Beverly Angel. She got the 15 forms of verbal abuse. She got the nice girl syndrome. Well, she got Sally Winston. She got so many of these beautiful psychiatrists. She got the emotional wheel about dealing with her emotions. Everyone playing bingo is thanking you right now. Yes. But I mean, if they've hung in this long to listen to the show, and now they're hearing all of the stuff that, that Jessica got from the first session that if she doesn't just delete the file because mommy's mad, so I can't listen to this, that's her level of codependence, I'll delete the file and I won't reach out for any kind of help. Or does Jessica have a crossroads in life at that point to say, hmm, still have the file. I wonder what that stuff is. Well, and this is the thing is that Jessica has been at a crossroads already oh, yeah. in, in her divorce. Right. To to figure out, okay, maybe I can't yet individuate from mom or dad, but I'm certainly individuating from this husband and I'm going to make some kind of change in my life. And that's fantastic. So as you've mentioned, hopefully with this other or new crossroads, um, she makes some healthier choices. Mm -hmm. I hope so. I hope so for her and for her children and for her future partner. I don't know at this point that Vicky is capable. Uh, and I don't mean because of her age. I'm not insinuating it's no, no. too late. I'm saying that Vicky seems to quite like what she's doing. Well, it's working for her. Yeah. Is that today's show? It's a wrap up. Okay, excellent. Um, so if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Again, we welcome you to join us on patreon.com for more intellig emotional intelligence tools um, for your own personal journey. As well, as we mentioned in the show, if you have the time to click subscribe, like, share, comment, post, review, it is very, very much appreciated and very helpful for future um, clients as well. Have a beautiful Saturday.